What is up, everybody? It is Thursday night, last Thursday night of the year, and you are watching Doc Talk. guys were worried about messing up and i just played the completely wrong intro for the entire thing so don't feel bad at all you guys just got to watch the the orion intro for the orion podcast but we played it on doc talk tonight anyway so see i've already screwed it up out of the gate so you guys are fine um we've got a couple we've got a couple newbies here tonight with us some viewers that are now on the show and then we're bringing back the one and only Ram Garcia from the Spooled Life. So uh, let's introduce uh, let's introduce the newbies. We'll go with uh, Jeremy first, alphabetic order in the last name. All right, what's oh, going I'm on, so guys? glad he's going first. <laughs> I'm Jeremy <laughs> from Northeast Texas, uh, fishing a Jackson kayak NAR. Uh, fish a lot of local lakes right here in trails. Uh, just say what's up to everybody. That's pretty much all I got, man. <laughs> Dale, what's going on, man? Evening, everybody. Uh, Del Patton, Sooner born, Sooner bred. Watch, got the game right at the top above the computer. So if I keep looking up, the game's a lot closer than I expect. You keep showing those horns, Jeremy. Don't make me show everybody what T-shirt I got on. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> uh, working with Oklahoma City Kayak, Dave Lundo. Great guy, great team with Oklahoma City and Tulsa. And uh, currently in a Kusa uh, HD that I got exactly a year ago. Very cool, very cool. Man, you guys have uh, – how was that cold snap for y'all? I mean, did you enjoy that? Uh, well, last Friday uh, we took off to the mother-in-law's in Atlanta, so – it was really fun putting gas in the car in five degree weather every couple hours. Imagine. So it was, I got a big trip planned tomorrow with some guys. It's supposed to be about 60. It'll be very nice. Yeah, it was like 72 today here. I got the winter shorts on. I ain't even going to lie. Um, the one, the only, Ram Garcia. Tell us a little bit about you. Refresh the people. Well, I'm back, everybody. You're right. Our cold snap wasn't too much, you know. We it had to we had to take the jacket out and you know get the beanies out, but it's it was more than more the to kick the dust off of them than anything, you know what I mean? A little bit about myself: I'm Ram Garcia, coming from Corpus Christi, Texas. 
good old Corpus Christi, home of Whataburger, home of the Selena statue, home of the Trade Center, right? I'm also part of the Jackson team, of course, the Jackson regional team. I am on a NAR, right? Beast of a kayak. You know, fishability is, is up there at a 10 from a scale of zero to 10, right? 10 being the best. Um, it is a uh, fast kayak, light kayak. I went from a big rig HDFD to the NAR. And surprisingly to me, it's a little bit lighter on the pull off the truck, right? I really don't care how heavy a boat is on the water. Um, we've all kind of transitioned into motors and all that stuff, you know? So to me, what I, what I see in a kayak is bringing it off the truck, right? At 40 years old already, you know, (laughs) that that's what I have to think about now, you know, and surprisingly, it's surprisingly, it's lighter to me. I'm not sure if it's supposed to be, I don't think it's supposed to be, but to me it is, um, but yeah, I'm also the host of Spooled Life Live. If you haven't checked it out, we've got some good stuff coming in uh, 2023. We're, we're getting we're getting the, the Orion coolers iced up. Ready yes, for, sir. Ready for the New Year's event. And uh, check out the uh, Spooled Life group page there on Facebook tonight and get in there and then you guys can listen to the Spooled Life Live session. How often are you guys on? We try to go on twice a month. You know, sometimes uh, holidays get in the way, life gets in the way, right? Most of our viewers are from out of town. And if y'all have noticed, our show is a live, live show, capital letters live. So it's hard to get the view. It's hard to get the guests in to the studio, right? We might be doing uh, traveling a little bit, you know, just to get the get the viewers, get the guests that cannot travel into Corpus Christi, right? But we try to do at least two shows a month, separate about a week or two in between, just to get the flyer out, just just to get everybody to get their vacation slips in, you know, or to leave out of work early or find a sitter, stuff like that, you know. Absolutely. Now, uh, obviously, it's the last Thursday, 2022. We guys got uh, we guys got planned big New Year's plans. Any more fishing trips before this thing uh, counts down to zero there on uh, the thirty first Saturday? I've because I had to look. definitely got a trip planned tomorrow. <laughs> Some guys from Oklahoma kayak anglers are going to meet me, and we're going to get get some fish tomorrow. Finish the year the right way. That is solid, man. I would like to get out, but I guess I did. It was it was a little icy. But uh, the big, yeah. the big blue sled ain't going across that ice just yet. <laughs> yeah, today was our last day for me. I gotta start rigging the gnar up a little bit more with all the yak power stuff and lights and power control systems and all that, so that it's ready to go for next season. So we've got some stuff coming up um, in January. Um, there's a S- South Texas event on Fayette. It's a big bass every hour paid out which is pretty cool. Oh, wow. And then uh, on the 22nd on Rayburn is the, it's like the old school rattle trap event where you have to use a rattle trap bait for the whole time. Sign me up. Sounds good to me too. It's like (laughs) rattle trap, um, Yamamoto, uh, still shed. 
and Buckeye are all the, the only baits you can use in that whole tournament. So let's let's start here with this million dollar question. How do you fit how do you like to fish the rattle trap? Let, let's let's go around the room here. Let's get a little input for him right. How do you like to fish the rattle trap? There's a few different ways. Me first. Whoever wants to field it. Man, I hardly ever fish rattle <laughs> traps, but we used to troll them offshore. They make like a three inch or almost a four inch rattle yeah. trap and that's what we used to uh troll for kingfish offshore here in corpus but inshore wow. i hardly or well, not even hardly i've i don't think i've ever um used a rattle trap inshore here i bet dustin uses I one start. yeah dustin uses about everything in, in the tackle <laughs> shop and you know i used to be like that i, I read a post earlier today on how uh what what you take fishing and stuff you know what tackle do you take and stuff like that i used to be right. the guy to where i wanted everything with me you know i would take yep. i would take my uh black box with me and it had everything you know it, it weighed about 50 pounds and I, I would i would catch myself only using a certain certain brand or a certain color every time i went out so i've slowly started to okay i need to i need to rig light you know what i mean I don't have to I don't have to take everything anymore. I had like nine rods with me. I would only use like one stuff like that, you know. Oh yeah, that uh, that definitely happens. How about you, Jeremy? How you fish a rattle trap? What's your kind technique? Kind of depends on the year, type of year situation. Um like at the NC year before last on Caddo, I was burning it through the top of grass, um catching a limit within an hour of the event all three days and during the wintertime of the flake we just got off of locally, I'll throw it, let it drop a few feet, and then kind of slow crank it back in, bounce it off the bottom of trees and stuff like that. So it just kind of depends on what they're looking for, really, and where the fish are. But yo-yoed it a few times on underwater bridge. Just different. All of all the above, I guess. There you go. There you go. But you, Dale? Uh, chrome with a blue back. Chunk and wind, pause every now and then, rip wrap, trees, doesn't matter. That chrome and blue back is a secret. Uh -oh. I see it. I've been on a golden blue back or golden black back. That's that's kind of been my one that I've had the most success with here lately. Always before it was silver black back. Um, for me, it's a burning pause. You know, I just yeah. burn it and then just kill it dead, burn it and kill it dead. And it always seems like just the second that it stops, it's and it's always fun to watch them because the second you kill that, you just see that fish just boom, and they'll just hammer that dude. And that's probably the most fun way that I like to fish them things is just I don't have a lot of patience some days. It's more of a imagine. freshwater, freshwater scene bait, right? Oh I think, yeah, I think they yeah. have a saltwater, saltwater series, you know, beefed up hooks and stuff like that. Mm. But I think that that's more catered to the freshwater scene. Yeah, I could see where it could. Uh, I could see where it'd be beneficial in both. I I'll be honest with you. I've thrown a spinner bait and a rattle trap in salt water. It's because I was in in Tampa and I had nothing else that I could find that I knew what the heck it was at the moment, and I just went to the local Dick Sporting Goods and just bought bass and stuff and went through it in the ocean because that's right. What I, that's what I knew. So, 
So with that being said, we talked about uh, wrapping up 2022 here. What's on the docket for 23? What do you guys got going on? Keep pushing, man. We're going to keep pushing the show. Keep pushing content, of course. Um, I might do a little traveling, like I said earlier. The tournament scene's going to about to pick up again here on the coast. I would like to see a little bit more offshore tournaments. You know, they they kind of took those away from us years years past. But hopefully, hopefully somebody will pick up the ball and and run with it and bring those back to. Hell, we're surrounded by by surf, you know, and all we see is inshore inshore tournaments. You know, maybe we could see something like that in twenty twenty three. Yeah, generally, I mean, out where you guys are all at, Texas area man it's getting ready to kick off yep i mean you guys will have bassing season going you'll have all your uh redfish and trout and all that fun stuff it's gonna be hot mm-hmm. yeah i might i might venture off into the freshwater scene this 2023 i'm not sure it depends how i wake up january 1st but uh <laughs> gonna wake up with goals bud right wake up with some goals <laughs> yeah new year's resolution catch bass yeah exactly right <laughs> but uh i don't know man i've always said it, uh, the, the shows i've done with you all I've, I've told myself that i was gonna get into the freshwater scene and i still haven't and i need to so if y'all are watching and want to take me slide take, into my dms right? slide on, into ram's dms for a fishing trip of a lifetime just come right? on come on up to oklahoma we'll take you fishing yeah right it takes you tomorrow <laughs> yeah, take you tomorrow. Meet at the ramp, nine o'clock. You might want to wear some warm clothes. Uh huh. There's only one breed of freshwater turtle. Uh, there's not actually. <laughs> no, there's not. There's there's several. Yeah. And that's a reminder to the audience as well. Audience, any of these guys that you want to ask questions, folks at home, ask away. We'll pick them up in the comments, throw them up on the screen, and you guys can grill these guys just the same as they can grill each other with Doc Doc there. There are no weird questions. Well, I tell yeah, you, there is weird questions. There can be there. weird questions. Those are the but good ones, though. Those are usually the good ones. We we've had a few that's like we all have to sit there and read and study and try to figure out exactly what they're saying. Yeah. Google search, like what does that even mean? That's why I keep a tablet sitting right here, just lit up. <laughs> I set it on the 10 minute timer so I could just tap the screen every now and then keep that thing lit up in case I need it. Uh, let's see. We got a question coming in actually from Jeremy Baker. That's Jeremy Baker. If there is actually <laughs> any fish in Martin Creek, we got to hear this story. What you got in Martin Creek? So a couple of weeks ago, I went to Martin Creek, put up like 50 fish. I mean, just they were on fire. So Dwayne's got some time off. Dwayne went up to Martin Creek today. It's, we went up there also. And uh, it was a struggle fest, man. Like, I think he caught 10 or 11. No real big ones or anything. I think the biggest one he caught was a 17 or 18. But I told him to throw a gold buzz bait. And I showed up with a black and gold buzz bait. Third cast caught a fish. <laughs> and then on the fifth cast caught a fish. <laughs> and, uh. He just – it was a struggle, man. The, the wind blew him all over the place in his kayak. The rain came in hard. We had storms blow in with, like, 20-something-mile-an-hour winds on us. So, myself and Jamie Broad, who some of you guys know, 
we're in Jamie Broad's boat. And by the time we made it back to where he was fishing and we were all going to hang out and fish, myself and Jamie both were soaked. Just 60 degree water covered head to toe. Oh man. So yeah, it was, it was, it was fun though, but yeah, he didn't, he didn't exactly kill it today, but he did catch fish. There's fish in Martin Creek. Next one is for Dale. What's the, uh, what's the secret bait for tomorrow, Dale? Well, that, that's from big Mike. And, uh, <laughs> Of all people to ask that question, he won the tournament this last summer on the lake we're going to. So I'm hoping he'll show up and tell me what that secret lure is for tomorrow. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, great question, Mike. Thanks. Next up, we got the, we got the man, Russell Johnson. How do I get my first redfish? Oh, boy. Ram. That's got to be for one of the other guys probably, right? <laughs> Man, you got to keep no. casting. They're they're definitely out there. <laughs> to me, the redfish is more of a summertime, springtime species. You know, they're, they're there year right. round. But this time of the year, of course, with with the temperatures dropping and stuff, we're after the the speckled trout, right? Big speckled trout. And uh, how to catch the redfish? I use what I use is JRZ paddle tails. Right, that's that's a they're made here in Texas, McAllen, Texas, I believe. Pearl chartreuse tail, throw it out, throw it out on the edges. That's where I usually like to start off. Most of the time, you could see them. Ninety percent of the fish I catch, I see before it, uh, before I even attempt to target it. Right, um, yeah. On the edges, start with the edges, work yourself into the deep. Most of the time, your hits will come off the edges. Or you just call Ram and Dustin and just set up that fishing trip and yeah. let them boys take you out, Russell, and uh, put you on the big ones. Which one of you guys are chefs here tonight? I know Ram's not a chef. Nope. No chefs in the house tonight? Like every it, time boy. we have one of these episodes, it's like, we're talking about food for like half the episode because somebody's right. got this big chef thing going on. It's like now, everybody... if you want to talk burgers and steaks, right? I'm the master outside on the grill. If it's I on a diesel, everything inside. If it's part of the pig's stomach, you know, or or the pig's skin or anything like that, there you go. I am your man, right? There you if go. It, if it, if it's like if if it's gonna come with some refried beans or something like that. Then for sure, I got you. I just feel like any time there's a Jackson kayak thing, every time I see a picture with Jameson in it and he's around everybody down south, he's got a plate. There's food yeah. involved. There's either a grill smoking or, or something. So I need to start yeah. traveling more. Yeah, Lance uh, and uh, Russell Johnson are both chefs, man. Lance Cook's yep. off the chain. This food's great. If you don't ever get a chance, go out there to in Tyler, Texas, his restaurant at Culture ETX. And if, if this podcast goes south, I can always start chef talk, I guess, because I, I know a bunch of dudes that cook. So, you know, if the kayak fishing business doesn't work out for me or I get bored right. with it, we just go to we'll go to chef talk. Yeah. Get what's in your lunchbox, Ram? Catch and cook kind of deal. Hey, I'm down. That's, uh, that's one of the things that uh, we talked about last week was doing a podcast live, like with the stream yard set up. And actually have a couple dudes out on the water catching fish um, for a catch and cook on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Be interesting. I mean, Man, I'm you curious. almost took my idea 
on the last show. No pressure to. No on the pressure last to show catch we the did. Fish, no pressure. We had a. <laughs> right? We had a <laughs> full send. Full send barbecue supplied us uh, with some uh, venison sausage, and uh, they're local as well. Corpus Christi. Shout out to them. But we were thinking about it would be cool to have like a hibachi type person in the background whipping some stuff up while the live show is going on. And, you know, he's bringing us plates and samples of what he's cooking and stuff like, you know what I mean? And, and, and interacting with, with the, with the viewers, you know, what are y'all eating now? We're trying this and we're trying that. We're, 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 uh, throwing it at the camera to, you know, we're telling the viewers to open their mouth and we're throwing it to their, to their mouths. Like, like, like a real hibachi saltwater hibachi scene kind of deal. <laughs> I'd be down with that, man. That'd be right. funny. So big goals, big goals, 2023. And you guys get ahead this at first because I mean, this is the last show of the year. So what is, when you look at, I mean, Two of your new the Jackson Kayak team. Rams got an up and coming growing podcast. What is what's the big goal for this next year? Like where do you see yourself headed? Where are you trying to head um, into this new year? All right, I'll go first then. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, I know Ram said he was 40. I'll be 50 this year. And the goal is to fish my first tournament ever is this year and uh so oklahoma's actually split the state now they've got a western division will will be closer to me so at least one tournament if not two or three very cool very cool yep. yeah we've got uh the northeast texas kayak bass league uh it's a trail we've been running it'll be the third year uh, i'm trying to go big uh lake fort toledo bend rayburn um caddo you know, trying to throw the big lakes out there and see what we can come up with, try to do good in that. And then uh, there's a All-American coming to Texas. They're fishing Lake of the Pines in March. It's kind of my home lake. So my goal is to uh, be one of those home lake winner guys. But I know there's like a curse on national events. Like when they go to your home water, you like completely crap out. So we'll see if I can break that curse. Eh, not always, man. Not always. There's always faith. I mean... Come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got it. Last year at uh, Broken Bow, top five were almost local guys. Yeah, the hardest part is going, man. Just just getting out there and doing it. That That's the hardest part for me. For 2023, I just want to live. You know, I want to grow. I want to live. I, I, I might get into the uh, seminar scene. For my dealer, Roy's Bait and Tackle here in Corpus Christi. I want to do that. Fabulous dealer. I want to, uh, of course, I'm already in the tournament scene. I might jump in a little bit more in depth. I guess travel, right? I try upper coast, Florida, around there. Florida's got a whole bunch of the offshore tournaments that we don't have. And, uh, of, of course, all the offshore anglers that are here have to travel to to fish those that style of tournament i might jump i want to jump into that um of course grill my show right spooled life live 
If you haven't checked it out, all right? We we're gonna jump into YouTube scene. I know that's that's one there of my pet peeves of the YouTubers. Oh, right? uh, you guys, uh, my, you guys got a different YouTuber in Texas means a little something different right now. That's <laughs> yeah, most places. Yeah. So you had to you had to explain that. What would we call him? We would call him a Guggen. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what most people around here call him. Whereas you guys, you guys call them YouTubers. Yeah, the tubers. Yeah. You know, there's a, I don't know, man. There's a fine line. When I say YouTubers, I'm talking about the guys. And I don't know how controversial you want to get this show, but I'm talking about the guys that are like Patreon, Patreoner guys that are giving away coordinates and stuff like that, right? Along the lines with the YouTuber that's going to give away the backgrounds, you know, to there's not a lot of water, you know, and, and it's, it's probably even I say, right. I'm not a freshwater fisherman, but it's probably even worse in the freshwater scene because there's not too many places to hide on a lake. You know, you're, you're in, you're basically in a circle of water, right? Mm. So when we, when the, when the YouTuber comes and, gives away the background it's just instant backlash you know and then why you know why did you do that oh my god i'm gonna unsubscribe to this dude you know and, and then i'm gonna i'm just gonna resubscribe to it because i want to see what else he's gonna put out there you know it, it's uh yep. it's a it's a give give yes i'm gonna be a youtuber but not in that scene right i feel my show we go live on facebook twice a twice a month it's hard for the viewers to go back to day one, you know, brand new, brand new viewer. It's hard for them to go back to day one and they miss all the greatness we've had for the past two years, right? Or year and a half. So I feel like on YouTube, I can, you know, kind of sort these things and, you know, it's easier for the guests just to scroll to the, to show number one and start checking yeah. it out. You know, I want to grow that, um, I want to dissect that a little bit better than I have it now. Not that it that it's uh that it's bad now, right? But I just want to make it easier for the for the viewer. Now, and then I might start my own cooking channel. I don't know now. You going. might as well start your own <laughs> cooking channel. Now talking about guys that leave the background in. It's kind of a that's kind of a good topic, really. I mean, being a being an inch, being a lake guy, and and knowing knowing what I know about the lakes, you know, there's there's not too many hidden spots on that old local lake anymore. I mean, it's kind of right. like everybody just kind of knows that like this is like, I mean, you see it in the big boat tournaments. Um, you see pros, the elite series, they'll sit on top of each other at certain events, and just everybody's cast into the same old honey hole. And, you know, on the course of a day on a big lake, you pretty much see everybody hit their spot because, you know, it's just, it's a cycle. One guy hits it, he leaves. Five minutes later, another guy comes rolling in there. Oh, yes, there's nobody here. Drops the trolling motor and he's on that spot. Yep. Or same thing with kayaks, you know, we put in and two big boats have already pushed through there by the time we got there. Um yep. So do you think there's any like hidden spots actually left out there that, you know, that random Joe don't know about? Oh, I guarantee it. I got, I got a couple hidden secret spots. 
That's well, I don't know. Down here, if, not in Southwest if it, Oklahoma, there's not. If it is a secret spot, he could be 50 yards from me, right? And not, or it may not be a secret spot. But does he know how to fish it correctly, right? Or fish it the right way, or be there at the right time, or give give that water the right presentation at that at that time, right? Is there secret spots? I don't know. Yes. I think. Yeah, I think. I think it's all about knowing how to present it like when you're in that spot. Right. It's just they react different on different times. If you know their patterns to certain weather conditions and somebody else uses like an opposite technique because the weather, weather pattern says this, but the fish in this lake are weird and they do weird stuff and you know how that weirdness goes, you'll catch fish and they won't. So it, it is much but social media, YouTube, you know, Facebook shorts and all that reels and stuff that come out. There's, I mean, there's probably not any real secretive spots anymore other than somebody's private pond somewhere. Yeah. Now there's money involved. You know, you could easily just start a Patreon account and start giving coordinates away and people get upset about it. But, you know, on the other end, if they're already giving it away, why don't they just start it too? You know? I don't. I mean, if I knew all those coordinates already, I'll just start a damn Patreon as well and give those same coordinates away. And whoever's not buying it from him, buy it, I'll just do it for five dollars cheaper. I'm just playing, right? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna do nothing like that. But I mean, it's it's uh, that's what media has done to this. Anybody can. I say it all the time on the show. You can be anybody on Facebook nowadays. You don't even have. If I wasn't part of Jackson Kayaks, I can make it seem like I was part of Jackson Kayaks and nobody would say nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and there's people that do. Yeah. Regard and that's not just our brand, that's multiple brands. It yeah. doesn't matter if it's Jackson Kayak or Andrew Boats. And that's a way matter. to grow, right? That's a way to yeah. get to get seen. I mean, if you don't tag Jackson, if you don't tag whoever, Sarge Custom Rods, I mean, those those companies probably would never see you. You know what I mean? T you tag them, right? And then on if I was a businessman, right? I would be like, man, these guys were already tagging me. Why give them anything? You know, I mean, you know, I, it, it, it's a fine line how it works, but it's already gotten so like so big where everybody does it. You know, when I when we first started, I say we the, the circle I, I run with us old folks, right? There was uh, the circle we crawl around in, right? Uh, there was very there was very few people doing it. You know, there was people doing it. It's not like we started Facebook and and we're the creators of Facebook or anything. But there was very few. And now you every single post, you know, you'll scroll through the post and it's tags, 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 tags. We go about an hour of tags. You know what I mean? You know where does where does it uh how does it benefit, right? I've said it on the show too. Where does, where does it, where does it benefit from getting twenty percent off, right? Where does it benefit from getting ten percent off? Where does it benefit from getting free percent off? You know what I mean? To to the angler, right? These companies, they're they're making money, and it's a business, right? It's our choice to tag, right? It, they're not making us tag. They're, you say, okay, I just went fishing and I caught this big badass fish. I want people to see it, right? And I want people to see what I caught it on. And I want to see, but is it for, for the people to see what you caught it on? 
or is it for the people to go to the dealer to buy what you caught it on? Right. That I, I feel that's where the, the whole transition is, you know? Yeah. That's, you know, that's an interesting topic. One that I don't have all the answers to. I wish I did. You know, I think, you know, anytime talking about baits, you know, you, you, the classic always lined up with our spring classic at like a Bass Pro. And, you know, we've had uh, Van Dam come in a couple times and the different things like that. And, you know, say he goes down and he wins on a bait at the classic and then he'll get up on the fish tank and he'll fish that bait. And just so happened it was the um, yellow chartreuse blackback uh, red eye shad. And, you know, Bass Pro Shop didn't have any of those left. I think, you know, I think it's about building, um, that credibility, uh, for a lot of people and, and, you know, Van Dam, perfect example. He has a lot of credit credibility and he took this bait out. He won with it, um, comes into the shop, talks about it. People see the way it works and sees the way that he works it in that fish tank. And boom, they and fly off the shelf. <laughs> they fly off the shelf so fast. You can't, uh, you can't even imagine. Um, but you know, stuff like that, I think, you know, adding credibility to a lot of guys in, you know, it, it takes that it takes that first step. I think that's the big thing for anybody that's out there looking to do it is don't be scared. Take that first step and um you know be genuine. Be genuine about it and try to work, try to network and uh get to know people. That's yeah, I think companies look for people who are willing to do the extra before they're just handing stuff out too. Like you don't just go out and say, Oh, I want to get you know, it'd be nice to help get some support to do the things that I love. If, you know, I take pictures, post some comments, Hey, you know, I caught it on this or whatever, keep doing it. And then they reach out and they're like, Hey, we see you've been putting in work, you know, let's send some stuff your way and add you to a team, give you a discount. You keep doing it. You move it over to where you're fully sponsored and they're loading your shelves up in your garage full of their baits. It's. I think it's all about the work you want to put in for what you're willing to do for it. I would also add that it's about building those relationships with those companies, those individuals that run those companies, building those relationships first before you even bother to ask for something. Yeah. Show that you're actually invested in their business itself. Right. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you just got to be willing to put in the work. And I think, you know... um just building that network of, of good people and getting to know. And, you know, it's a, we say a network, it, it's really a relationship building process. I think at the, at the beginning of it all, um, you know, these, these relationships start off, they grow, they blossom and, you know, hopefully they end well for all people. But at the same time, um, one of the things that I was actually writing in my notepad today is, you know, fishing is a business and you have to, you have to learn at times to separate the friendships from the business. And yeah. that's tough. It can be very tough. I mean, you guys have all seen it. You've all dealt with it um, in this line of work. And it just is, it is what it is sometimes. Um, budgets change yep. and, and different things happen. So part of it. Once money's involved, there's no more friends. Business. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. On a totally different subject. 
Dale deserves a lot of credit for sitting there calmly as our sooners are <laughs> in a tight ball. I've been waiting on him. I've been waiting on him yeah, to jump well, up. Florida State just scored to take the lead again. And yeah, I'm 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 dying here. It is kind of tough. It's been back and forth in the third and fourth quarter. Still plenty of time. <laughs> Dave Lindo says <laughs> he's not fooling anybody. I took uh, my glasses off too, so it wouldn't be as obvious as I'm trying to go up and down with my bicycle. <laughs> okay, question for Ram from Charlie Bond. How far south do I have to go to catch a peacock bass in Florida on my bucket list? Well, Ram is in Texas. Yep, I'm not too sure, man. About I know you have to go farther than Pensacola. I was stationed in Destin, and there were no peacock bass there, so it's definitely farther than that. Yeah, I'm not sure if you could catch them in Texas. Maybe south-south Texas? Yeah, I wonder if there uh, is any in south-south Texas. I'm not sure. That's an interesting question, and if not, why are not? Right? I think you kind of have to get down... I could be wrong, but I think you have to kind of get down around Miami um, mm -hmm. to get a hold of those dudes in the canals and the different things like that. If I am correct, I don't yeah. know. And they're so bad over there; they're catching them in the sewer drains and stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah they are. Uh, they are definitely taking over. They're a cool fish, though. I'd like to catch yeah. one. They just they, they ain't gonna live in my neck of the woods. Are they invasive? I think they could be. They're. Okay. I mean. A bigger bass that gets bigger than the regular largemouth or you know smallmouth. So I would say, do you eat them? Did any of them guys eat them over there? I don't know if they do or not. You got the iPad. Where's Chris Funk at? <laughs> <laughs> he would know. I don't know. I don't know if they eat them or not. I've never seen anybody catching cook one on any TV shows. And Rudy okay. says, yes, they are not native. There you go. So, Dustin, what's up, fellas? No, the uh, the peacock bass actually comes from the Amazon Amazon area. So, Amazon don't they catch river. them in like Puerto Rico and stuff? Like in the, uh... mm, I don't know. I would like to catch one. I've not caught one. Groves and stuff. Yep. Jeremy, huge investor for store in East Texas. We like Jeremy too. He's he's yeah. the new guy. That's the new um, Jackson dealer here in East Texas. Very cool store. They do mountain bikes and lots of outdoor stuff, camping gear, truck tent camp stuff. It's a really cool store if you guys get a chance to swing by there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We've actually got, I mean, between the three of you guys, we've got some pretty cool shops going on in the house tonight. Dell with OKC and then Ram and then Flugers with you, Jeremy. And that's got some good dealers out there yeah flippers is um they've got a big pond um almost small lake behind the shop and they're setting it up to where you can demo kayaks there at any time and rent kayaks throughout the day and just paddle around kick around do whatever you want to do with them uh nice. we're gonna work on possibly getting them to stock stock it with some fish and stuff get kids involved in it maybe some peacock bass i don't know about that um yeah. <laughs> see <laughs> but yeah it's a it's a pretty cool little deal he's got set up and he's got it set up with the whole city of longview um so there'll be like a bike trail that runs around the whole pond uh, oh cool it, it'll be it'll be a real cool thing they'll be whole, whole, hold a bunch of events out there um they'll be coming soon there'll be a bunch of uh bunch of footage shot out there and stuff like that so very nice very nice and then 
Okay, see, Dale, you posted some photos earlier this week of, uh, yeah, it was earlier this week in their showroom, yeah. man, and that that place is uh, phenomenal. It's a great place. the The best thing about OKC is they're just about a mile from OKC River Sports, where they just held the uh, Red Bull Rapids. Ah, oh yeah, where's my daughter? <laughs> um, so. <laughs> For whitewater fishing, there's not a better place than OKC Kayak. They've got everything you could imagine, literally from whitewater, the new Narvana. I got to be there for that unveiling. Um, I heard that Tulsa had the new Kusa X, so I figured in a day it was going to make it to OKC, and sure enough, there it was. So I helped them take that off the trailer and post some photos of the amazing 2023 Playa color. That, is, that color is awesome. Yeah, I did that too, Dustin. I went out to the mother-in-law's in Atlanta and realized that her house was within 25 miles of dugout and took off. On Christmas Eve, that place was packed. These guys are burning up the comments tonight. Keep them coming, fellas. It is great to see you out there in the audience. We appreciate everybody that's watching the show on the live. And for you folks that uh, looks kind of a segue here for you folks that do listen to this on the streaming services spotify samsung um google play uh or google podcast all those out there we do do this show live every week so it uh, plays on youtube and um oh facebook yeah that other thing facebook um so if you don't get uh to see it live, you can always go check that out on YouTube and, and see some of these questions flowing in that we're answering as we go, uh, which is adds a little diversity to the show that uh, you might not get from uh, listening to the after show. Anyway, back to what you guys were saying. Sorry. Hey, is there a, a, the USA Bassin in Oklahoma yet? Um, not that I I've don't seen. Know. I check every day on USA Bassin <laughs> just to see. Um, so, um, but we we do have some great clubs already here, so right. I unless one of those guys who I've seen a few pop up in the comments already, unless one of those guys wants to go up to USA Bassin, right, right, right. Uh, right now we really have some great clubs. Looking for the spreadsheet, actually. I think we we're getting set up in Texas, as far as I know. Yeah, I I do believe there is an individual. We won't mention any names and hang him out to dry just yet. But um, I believe we've got an individual that uh, that is working on it right now, as far as getting that going and getting everything set up. So Texas um, looks like right now I'm seeing Tennessee. Missouri, Indiana, Kentucky, Texas, Maryland, um, Alabama, uh, Kansas. There's actually going to be five divisions in Kansas, two in Indiana, two in Kentucky, um, North Carolina. There's going to be one in New York. Um, we've got somebody coming on there. Um, looks like possibly Arkansas. Nebraska, Virginia. So yeah, it's uh it's taken off quick and that's just that's just here in a couple of weeks. We've got a few of those schedules locked in, it looks like. Um when I look at their scheduling as far as the check marks on this Excel spreadsheet. But uh yeah, it's coming on strong, man. I think uh, I think there's some genuine excitement about the new 
Jackson Kayak Trail or USA Bass and Kayak Trail, however you want to call it. Um, definitely something we're proud to be a part of. Who wants to run a division down there? Yeah, and for people that don't know, if you've never signed up for the USA Bassin deal, the first year membership's free. Excuse me? I got yes, my, sir. I got my card in the mail already. It's in there, but I got it yep. in the mail already set up. So what they're doing, Ram, is the first year of this USA Bassin tournament trail, um, for any new member that's out there that wants to become a member and come try this thing out, what they do is they offer a no risk entry as far as get, uh, obtaining a membership kind of like that. Hey, come see what we're about. Come let us earn your trust. Right. Um, so <laughs> they adopted that when they started this side of the kayaking trail. Cause you know, kayaking anglers can be, uh, we can be a little bit picky. Right. Um, so they, they adopted that into the kayak, which is going to, it's going to cost, USA Bass, quite a bit of money. I mean, when you think about all these kayak anglers that are coming into this thing, and however many states I just lift, listed off, and they're saying, come try us. Let us earn your trust. And, you know, that's a big hit out of the gate. Yep. So they're they're going for it, and they want to they wanna show kayak fishing what they have to offer, and I think I think that's pretty cool. And, and everybody at Jackson thinks it's pretty cool, too, as far as – you know, just saying, here we are. Let's work together and let's try this thing. Yep. Yeah, it's set up pretty cool, man. I like the way they set it up for, uh, you know, like qualifying for the national deal uh, at the end of the season. You know, you get the get your points set up and fish your events, and then you get a chance. You don't have to travel as much, but you get a chance to go fish against everybody in the nation. So, yeah. And Brian Draps asking, I guess that or I don't know. Sorry about your last name. I screwed things up a lot. <laughs> um, you said Nebraska, what city in Nebraska? I don't know. I don't have all that information. I just have a spreadsheet that I look at from the marketing side of things. Um, so I don't have all the exact schedules and locations to everything just yet. And let's see. You know, all this talk uh, about Oklahoma. How about them Dallas Cowboys? Uh-oh. There's Dale's- another game on right now that just got tied up. We'll <laughs> worry about the Cowboys. Dell's Dell's look. I, do you just see like his mannerisms change as he watches the score on OU? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're lucky I didn't jump up and down on that last touchdown. <laughs> I'm gonna make this thing go into overtime tonight. just so we can see like if Dell has a reaction. It's like <laughs> Dell watch. Right, right, right now I'm watching the looks game to the top and, right. And, we should just display the score on the bottom of the on the ticker down there at the bottom yeah. to set that up please do that, that'll actually get me to focus on the podcast here and you won't see me looking up all the time cowboys up 7-0 we're getting we're getting ball game reports in now there we go, go. Um, so yeah, the USA Bassin thing is going to be pretty cool. And uh, if anybody wants to be a director, uh, hit up, there is a USA Bassin kayak group on Facebook. You can get in that, um, hit up Jason Cassidy, uh, Jason Cassidy fishing on Facebook, and he will get you taken care of and get you into all that stuff. So it's going to be exciting, um, to see how that goes. I'm ready to see somebody at the end of this whole year, get themselves a brand new NAR FD. That's going to be cool, um, you know, and yeah, 
let's roll with it. Uh, Ram said, or Dustin says, Ram going to chase some ditch pickles now. Right. <laughs> Dustin, I told him to come up, man. I put him on some. I'm going to try, man. 2023. That's one of them for sure. Yeah. Uh, Okay, let's see. We got a question from the what? What fellows most excited for in kayak fishing for 2023? Well, for me, it's the new USA Bassin Trail. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm seeing this thing come to life and coming to life like fast every single day. It seems like somebody's calling, somebody's wanting information. Um, talking to Jason Cassidy on a near daily basis. I think it's phenomenal, and it's really showing that man there's a lot of people out there looking for something different right now. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can get a good grassroots thing. Like Jeremy said, get people fishing closer to home and then have the chance to qualify and go fish a big national tournament. Um, at the rate it's growing, I'd say we're going to have some regional events next year to help curb the qualification numbers back down, but we'll see. Do you know how many members have joined already? <sighs> I don't have that number at all, actually just yet. So it's probably a bunch. I would say so. And if you're in the comments on Facebook, Rudy Yarworth actually has the drop the link in one of the pages that he's watching on probably the Jackson kayak main page. So check that out. Um, let's see who well, else is good for me that what I'm most excited about since I'm in a Kusa HD right now, I still paddle no motors. So I'm still out on lakes, but that Kusa X, just everything that I would have yeah. changed about the HD has been changed in the Kusa X. That rear tank well is massive. The inboard rod holders, that that's going to be a game changer. Throw a throw a torpedo on the back of that and take off. And you got to see it. You guys got to You and well, you and Jeremy both got to see it fresh off the wagon. Um, yeah. As far as the uh, new Kusa X goes, what, were, what was that first impression when, especially you, Dale, having the old Kusa and then getting to see the Kusa X side by side right there the first time? What was what went through your mind? It looked like a miniature NAR, honestly. A lot of the features that are in the NAR got brought over to the Kusa X, but the ability to be on rivers, the being able to spin it on a dime. Those those little things that I'm used to in a Kusa HD, and literally a giant tank well behind the seat where you can not only have your black pack but you can put a cooler. You can do all kinds of rigging on the back of it that you can't quite do in the HD. But that I just love the way the Kusa X looks. I can't wait to get in one just to paddle it around. Yeah, it's a very cool boat, and like you said, it. Drags a lot over from the NAR. I really love that floor in the new Kusa X. I got to stand on that thing in the factory, man. It was solid. Really liked it. Yeah, being a, a, a I wouldn't say a big fellow, but a larger fellow. Um, sturdiness when you stand up and stability in it is is good. So that's the big things that I look for when it's time to get a kayak and trade up and all that is. You know, I got to be able to be stable and sturdy in it. You know, I'm like a bull in the china shop, dude. I trip over air. So I got to make sure that it's good to go for, you know, somebody my stature and I feel comfortable in it. And it gives me the peace of mind that I can go anywhere I want in that boat and I have to worry about jumping in the lake. Right. Absolutely. 
You going to you going to jump into Kusa X there, Ram? What do you think? I thought little... about it. I'm in a NAR right now. Like I said, I had a I had the Kusa FD before I got into a big rig. Right. And now I'm in a NAR. And I've actually thought about going into a U pick for the Ooh. 2023 season. But that was before the Kusa. The new Kuza was coming out. So I'm trying to go like uh, light as possible, like 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 we talked about earlier, right? Um, right, right. Over here, we all run our motors and stuff, and whoever has the biggest, baddest motor, of course, right? I run a Torquedo, three-horsepower three Torquedo on the on the NAR. Right. So I'm thinking if I can get into a U-Pick or the Kuza, right, the new one, I could go a little bit faster than than my fishing partners, right? And that oh, already yeah. puts puts me above the rest, you know. <laughs> I will say, you know, I love the NAR, but the the OG Kusa is definitely a fun Kusa mm-hmm. FD is definitely a fun boat too. I like yeah. I enjoyed that boat a lot. I like the I like the fishing platform the U Pick has. You know, it's just open deck. You know, you, you got space to walk around. You don't have you don't have the drive in front of you, right? Or you don't have any anything in front of you or behind you to you can cast a fly rod off of it if you want to. Nothing's gonna get tangled up on you. So I've been looking real. Of course, that was before the the new Kuza even got mentioned, right? All my thoughts on that, but I'd right. like to see one in person. You know, I'd like to put my hands on it and touch it a little bit and, and see what get to know her first. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just give it a chance. Give her a chance. Right? Give her a chance. I've got no, a I'm looking at the take two. There you go. Oh yeah. And dropping it's... the motor on it just because of how open it is and I can do it. I have a tackle management company called Ant Marine that's here in mm-hmm. Longview. And they set up my tackle management system on my NAR. Uh some of the people have seen some pictures of it, but I'm going to try to do something different on that take two. And if it works out the way I have planned, it'll be a lot different than what pretty much everybody else is running. So and we'll see what's up with it. But yeah, that's my probably next deal. Yeah, I think. Well, as, as Josh mentioned, the, the tri track is on the Kusa X. So tons of mm-hmm. track yep. options for, I mean, right. I, I've got my fish finder and my HD mounted on the pod in the middle but there's so much tri track. I can literally put it anywhere on the Kusa X. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I tell you that tri track is, is a lot of fun. You don't realize that you want all that stuff stacked on top of each other until you actually start stacking stuff on top of each other. And you're like, this is <laughs> great. <laughs> right. Um, you know, I've, I've really enjoyed it in the NAR and there's even more of the tri track in the NAR than there is the take two in the Kusa X. Um, but the, the take two is a very cool boat. I've got one and, that it's amazing i mean how well that boat paddles and then number two like i think you could haul semi on it yeah it's got a pretty heavier don't try that but so yeah it's it's probably everybody says oh you don't have a big rig anymore well you should probably try the take two if you're planning on putting a motor on it anyway i think you'd be pleasantly surprised how much that do haul i talked to the people at uh Torquedo when they came down to Roy's to talk yeah. to us about the um, assembly and all that stuff. And they said the take two was actually 
a good kayak to put the torpedoes on because yep. because of the seat placement. Mm. You know, you, when you have the torpedo on, you, you tend to, you know, do this on the water, you know, with the seat right. placement, it kind of levels you out, you know, it planes you out a little bit on, on the water. And you've got a country mile of seat adjustment on that take too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm going, I'm like Dale. I don't have the motor. I'm uh, I'm two horsepower, uh, two legs. That's what I got at most of the time and two arm. I guess I could be four horsepower Dale. Yeah. Could paddle too. So um, do a lot of paddling, still do a lot of pedaling. Um, I kind of do both often and a lot. I've just not gotten to the place where I'm ready to put a motor on one yet. And there may come a day, but uh, right now I'm just not there yet. I'm having too much fun trying to get myself there. And I think that's the beauty of kayak fishing. You can really build it to make it your own. Right. Yeah. Hey, don't get me wrong, guys. I paddle too. When I run out of water and I have no choice, I do paddle. You know, I can see you standing up on an Orion cooler ram with a power pole. Just like yeah, I do that. Man, I do that me. a lot. I sing it to me. Now, I've most of the time I'll leave the paddle at the house and bring a push pole with me for that you reason. Go. You know, I can see that being really beneficial. Yeah, a, a lot of us do it here on here on the on the coast. You know, yep, absolutely. Get in that backwater. Yeah, and that's uh that is kind of where the old Orion cooler does come in pretty handy, especially you get a standing pad on get them stand up on them yeah it can be uh can be a pretty good extra weapon in something like a take two or i don't know if i i don't know if i put it in my nar just because the way that the nar set up i don't want to lose my uh my rod storage laying down i like that pretty fond of that area mm -hmm. but uh you know you can pretty much fit the orion cooler in all of our boats so and it keeps um, your beer so much colder it does it really you know. does uh let's see when i ran a motor i was worried about running out of battery anybody that's got a torpedo wants to fill that question that'd be awesome i got a torpedo 1104 i want to say it's 1104 it's the three horsepower and i get that question asked a lot how long does your battery last right if it's a tournament day then i worry about battery life right if it's not a tournament day i'm usually off the water by noon if i haven't caught anything by noon i need to get back to the house right so that being said my fishing time is about five o'clock four in the morning to noon that time i don't believe in throttling down i'm sure a lot of people are going to get mad at me for that that you're not supposed to run your motors full blast but if the full blast option is there, I'm going to run full blast. That's why I buy the biggest, baddest motor out there to run full blast, right? So my motor is full blast. If I need to move from A to B, I'm going to go over there full blast. So full blast, four hours. When I get back to the truck, I'm about 67, 65% battery life still, right? Tournament day, I'm going to be carrying two batteries with me because I'm, you know, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, moving parts in tournament day. I don't want my battery to die. I don't want my battery, you know, to, to fail. Right. It hasn't failed on me yet, but you know, I don't want that to happen. You know, so battery life is there for sure. See, I run the Newport NK 180. Um, it lets me run whatever battery I want. I run a Z pro. Um, I ran a 50 amp hour and I've upgraded to a 65 
um, to try to run just a little longer because I'll run it in some really nasty grass and pads and stuff. And obviously, you, you know, put pressure on it like that, it's going to eat the battery up. Um, but with that in mind, I make sure I have a boat that's not a tank to paddle. <laughs> so right. in case I have to paddle. Just in case. I'm not dead. <laughs> so Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's one of the good things about that NAR, man. That thing paddles great. It really does. And if you, I think that's the first thing anybody should do when they get in a new boat is actually take their paddle out and paddle it before they really do anything else. Make sure that they're not going to be hurting by the time they get back or they have good boat control. Um, what's your guys' choice of uh, battery? Let's hear that one. That's a great question. If I had to pick, which, which uh, I don't, well, I do. I do have, I have to pick for my depth finder and stuff like that. Those I run the Noqua batteries, but if I had to pick a battery for a motor, I'd go FPV. It's expensive, right? But if I, just the connections, you know, I'm sold on the connections. The waterproof connections are a big deal for me. You know what I mean? Of, of course, the Torquedo comes with its own battery, so that kind of takes that away but if i had to pick a motor a, a battery i'd go fpv for sure very yeah, solid i'm on the z pro team so i run z pro batteries and i used them before i was on the team so i've got a 12 volt 30 amp hour runs my electronics and my lights and then like i said i just upgraded to a 24 volt 65 amp hour um for my motor and my graph and lights, I can run for like three days without running out. And I've got side image in Hummingbird uh, Helix 7, and it runs forever. And it's a lightweight battery, so I don't worry about it messing up this, the the weight in the kayak very much. So I'm balancing it, but that's what I run. So very nice. You got any? I, I've uh, got a, uh, I got a 13 amp hour off of Amazon for my Garmin side imaging. Go. There you go. I run a uh, run a 23 amp hour on my depth finder, just a straight lithium battery. It's a good battery, but uh, you know, there's always something. Always looking to improve the longevity as the screens get bigger on my boat. The battery life gets smaller, as it seems. So hopefully, have a few upgrades for that coming in 2023 that I'm excited about. Um, well, we are actually past the hour, and I know. Everybody's got things to do tonight. Um, so I'm gonna let you guys sign this thing off. Um, tell us where to where to find you on social media, um, how to get more, you know, insight on each of you guys. So around the room we go. We'll start with Ram. You can find me on Facebook, Ram Garcia. You can find me on Instagram, the spooled life. You could find me on spooled life live on facebook groups we give a whole bunch of stuff away we have the best along the coast and we have a hell of a time on the show there you go jeremy uh yeah just jeremy baker or uh it's actually jeremy baker two on facebook long story and then uh jeremy baker fishing on facebook is uh to follow or whatever uh, Instagram is Jeremy Baker Fishing and TikTok's the same. 
So yeah, feel free to reach out. Dale. I think it's Dell Patton too as well on Facebook. Uh, if not, just search for my name, Dell Patton, and same on Instagram. And you guys didn't take long enough. There's 38 seconds. Oklahoma's down by three with the ball. <laughs> well, I think we're going to go a little longer. Um, with that being said, um, Chad Brock here. You guys can find me as always at Chad's Bassett on the gram um, and all the others. But, uh, yeah, with that being said, we will see you guys next episode in 2023. Looking at the calendar. Do. Oh man. So today's 29th. It will be the 12th. So we'll be back. Orion podcast. We'll be back in action on the 10th uh, with Jim Sammons. And then we've got another episode of doc talk on January 12th. So we will see you guys then. Thanks for watching. Good night. Happy, happy new year. <laughs>